This is the Shift Your Life Podcast with Transformation Coach Markeith Brayton, Season 1. It's time to shift your life. Welcome to the Shift Your Life Podcast, where it is all about shifting you from the mediocre life into a life of purpose, passion, and prosperity. If you are ready to shift your life and step into an extraordinary life, then join the movement at MarkeithBraden.com and sign up to receive transformational tools and resources that will be sure to shift your life into greater purpose, passion, and prosperity. And now your host, the shifted coach himself, Markeith Braden. Good day, shifters, and welcome to the Shift Your Life podcast. This is Markeith Brayton, your transformation shift coach and the host of the Shift Your Life podcast. The mission of the Shift Your Life podcast is to help individuals shift from just existing in life into living a life filled with purpose, passion, and prosperity. We do have a motto for the Shift Your Life podcast, and that motto is success is the fulfillment of purpose, and the key to success is self-mastery. Shifters, it's been a couple of weeks since I have done a podcast, but that is due to my first time ever offering and conducting Shift Your Life University, which was a series of workshops where I was helping individuals get out of their stuck place into their God place. And we did that three Wednesdays in a row at my church here in Nashville called the Temple Church. And we had an awesome, awesome, awesome time working with individuals who were ready to step into purpose and master their significance. Each night, each Wednesday night, we had approximately 50 to 70 individuals who were excited about transforming their lives, transforming their minds, and ensuring that their future is brighter than their past. And so I do apologize for not having a podcast the last two weeks, but this week, is an exception, and we will start back our weekly podcast interview starting today, this Monday. So today I have a very insightful guest who is going to talk to us about becoming the CEOs of our lives. My guest today is LaDonna Bracey, who is a skilled life strategy coach. LaDonna teaches individuals how to achieve measurable tangible success through planning. LaDonna has earned a Bachelor of Science degree from Western Illinois University and a Master of Business Administration degree from the University of Phoenix. She owned and operated a home daycare business and taught others to do the same. LaDonna has contributed articles as the Chicago Child Care Examiner for Examiner.com. LaDonna has over 10 years of experience in helping low-opportunity individuals develop plans to achieve goals and objectives. LaDonna continues to teach others as an online instructor, author, speaker. She is a member of the National Association of Professional Women. Additionally, LaDonna is the author of the Strategic Vision Planner, a book that helps individuals plan the life they want to live. In the planner, she will find or you will find the tools you need to activate your future. You will use the planner to assess where you are as a guide to your destination. It is my pleasure to welcome LaDonna Bracey to the Shift Your Life 
podcast. Welcome, LaDonna. Thank you so much. I'm so excited that you have decided to share with us on today. I know that sometimes we have little glitches in the road that sometimes causes us to get off track and get off schedule, but you were right there to help me out this week to uh, conduct the interview and to share about your book, The Strategic Vision Planner, and also just to share some of your coaching expertise as we move forward. So I do appreciate that. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be with you today. So, LaDonna, I have a quick question for you. Are you ready to shift some mindsets and shift some lives? Yes, I am. All right. Well, LaDonna, I gave a little brief introduction of you, but why don't you give us a little bit more background about yourself? Sure. Thank you. And um, I just would like to say again, thank you for having me on. And just briefly about myself, I'm a mom, I'm a wife. I have two teenage boys, so, you know, please pray for me. They are wonderful. Uh, And also, uh, I am just a person who has had to shift my life uh, and shift my mindset at different uh, stages in my own life. And so uh, it's an honor to be able to speak on um, this topic today because I believe that um, many of us have have had to do this from time to time. Wonderful. LaDonna, where are you from? I am from Chicago. From Chicago, Illinois, the windy city. Yes. I'm sure. Has it been hot there? It's been hot here. I I say the weather is schizophrenic because sometimes (laughs) it's cold and sometimes it's hot. It just won't make up its mind. But right now it's hot. Okay. Well, I haven't been to Chicago in a while, but hopefully I will get there soon. Yes. So our theme for today's show is strategize your vision for your life. Strategize your vision for your life. Well, LaDonna, each show, I always start with this very important question because I am really about helping individuals step inside and live inside their purpose so that they can create the life that they love and not a life that they hate. Mm -hmm. And so why is it important to you for individuals to identify their purpose in life and know what they are truly passionate about? I'll give you seven reasons, uh, several reasons why that is important. Uh, The first reason is because we should know our purpose because we won't waste time. When we know what our purpose is, uh, we won't waste time with non-purposeful activities, non-purposeful conversations. Uh, You know, we just um, when we don't know what we're here to do or here to be, we find ourselves drifting through life uh, and time is ticking and time is passing us by uh, time that we cannot get back. And so uh, the number one reason why individuals should identify their purpose uh, is for is to not waste time. Another reason is because there are souls attached to your purpose. Um, whether we realize it or not, people are watching us. People are waiting for us to live out what we were created to do and be. Uh, and so whether it is people in your immediate circle, whether it's people um, that go beyond that, It can be your children, uh, people, whoever they are. You have people 
and they are waiting for you to live out your purpose because your purpose is bigger than you. And so we identify our purpose so we don't waste time. We identify our purpose because souls are attached to it. And also we do that because we bring honor to who created us. So if you identify your purpose, what greater honor it is to live that out uh, and bring glory to who created you and to live out what you were uh, put here to do and be and touch who you were designed to touch because that was the intent that was in the mind of your creator. Awesome. Run through those real quickly. One more time. You gave us three. The first one is uh, to not waste time. You want to identify what your purpose in life is so that you can stop wasting time. The second one uh, is you want to identify your purpose because there are souls attached to your purpose. Your purpose is bigger than you. And there are people waiting for you to live it out because they'll be blessed by it. And the third one is to bring honor to who created you. You know, I really like that second one because I think that sometimes we have a tendency to forget that when we don't show up and shine in our lives, when we don't fully walk in our purpose, we Mm -hmm. hinder others from doing the same. And sometimes Mm -hmm. people are standing on the sidelines, standing in the benches or in the bleachers, waiting on you to step Mm -hmm. inside your purpose, which will then give them permission to step inside of theirs. And so I think that second one, that there are souls attached to our stepping inside our purpose is Mm -hmm. a very valuable key to understand because there are individuals whom you set free or whom you give permission to Mm -hmm. live inside their purpose when you take action and do the same. Absolutely. I liken it to um, if you're like driving on the expressway or the freeway. Uh, And if you slow down or you come to a stop, those cars behind you have to stop Mm -hmm. and they can't go around. They can't go forward until you do, you know. And so we have to, you know, really realize that our motion uh, is necessary and those behind us are dependent upon our moving ahead. Wonderful. So how has knowing your purpose, LaDonna, enhanced your life? and your business? Well, a number of ways. Uh, the number one reason is, way is that I stopped wasting time. When I figured out um, what my purpose really is, I began to focus on that. Um, all of my uh, activities began to have meaning uh, and they began to line up with what I uh, am supposed to do. Um, so it has been a tremendous blessing for me to operate in that which I know I'm here to do. Um, it has been a blessing to those that I serve uh, and it's been bl- a blessing to me personally. Uh, in business, has been uh, wonderful because it has allowed me to be clear about what exactly I do and who I serve. Um, many times I think people start out in business and they want to 
serve everyone. You know, everyone is my customer. Whoever wants what I have to offer, that's my customer. But knowing my purpose really allowed me to hone in on my ideal um, client or customer or audience uh, and serve them with what God has given me for that particular um, niche, if you will. And so knowing my purpose has been just a tremendous eye opener and a tremendous blessing. I'm more focused. I'm more clear. I'm more productive. I like what you said on the idea of clarity came when you really began to focus on your purpose. And when you were discussing about your business, you had a clear picture of who your client was. Mm-hmm. But I think it also helps not only in business, mm-hmm. but in life, because I think and believe that we all have a specific group of individuals that we are called to. Mm-hmm. And so what was the process or how did you really figure out who your gifts and talents were for as it pertains to solving a problem? I um, have had many opportunities to serve individuals um, in different capacities. Um, And what I had began to do is recognize the patterns. Mm -hmm. Um, I uh, worked for many years in case management. uh, And so many of the things I would do would be centered around working with women. Uh, And so as the years went on, I'm no longer a case manager, but I still have uh, that case management training in me. Uh, as the years went on, whatever I would do, whether it's uh, work or ministry or or whatever uh, activity I'm involved in, the uh, I always gravitate toward um, helping women. I had um, one young lady that I was, uh, she's a friend of mine who was starting a business And I just began to share with her how to do it from step A to step Z. You know, uh, I just began to help her put the pieces together and things like that. And it was then that I realized helping this young lady that I realized, wow, I I really uh, do have something to offer here. She benefited from it. I benefited from it because I felt fulfilled in helping her. And um, other people began to seek me out for that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that is how I began to, you know, recognizing the patterns throughout my life experiences um, has helped me put the pieces together. And so helping her really kind of sealed it for me. Wonderful. So you paid attention to your life journey. You paid attention to the types of individuals who sought out. Your help. Mm-hmm. You paid attention to the individuals whom you were connected to and gravitated towards. And so that helped you to really step into your purpose and to understand what you were passionate about. Yes, absolutely. So a lot of times when we do interviews, we talk about the positive things and we talk about the successes, but we don't have a tendency sometimes to talk about the things that were not so successful. And so I always like to ask my guests about obstacles that they've had to overcome in order to step more greatly into their purpose. And so what's been the biggest obstacle that you've had to overcome in following 
your passion? I would say the biggest obstacle for me was self-doubt. Um, I had a tendency, and I say had because I'm overcoming that thing. I've overcome that. Um, but I had a tendency to question um, my ability. Am I enough? Um, mm. Do I have something to add? Who will listen to me? Um Will people want this? Will people want what I have to offer? Right. You know, who am I? Will they, you know, take me seriously? Uh, you know, so it was a um, huge um, barrier for a long time. Uh, and so I think that for me was a huge obstacle to overcome uh, because I had to come to myself, if if you will, and, and realize that I do add value, mm -hmm. that my life experiences do mean something. I do have something to offer. I do have a voice. I am important. And so um, overcoming that little by little, but still um, recognizing that that's what it was, um, and then uh, little by little, uh, taking steps to overcome that 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 was the biggest obstacle do you mind sharing some of those steps that you had to take in order to overcome that limiting thought of not being enough what were some of the practical things that you had to do in order to press past that limiting thought of not being enough some of the things that i've had to do uh i'm, I'm a woman of faith so um, I have to say prayer for mm. me um, was the key thing, uh, the principal thing, if I can say. You know, I really had to really um, develop my relationship with God and um, figure out what it is he had to say about me. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that is what I stand on daily. So um, for me, prayer, it saved my life, really. Um, and so that and along with surrounding myself with the right people, mm. uh, you know, you cannot ever uh, go forth in purposeful things without um, support, without the right support uh, right. with you. Right. You know, so I really um, had to make sure I surrounded myself with the right people. I call them my personal board of directors. You know, everybody needs that. We all need those folks who will tell you the truth and love and hold you up and and things like that. So um, those are some things that I have done um, to get past that self-doubt. Um, I have a mentor. Uh, I have a couple of mentors, actually, who constantly encourage me. Uh, and so those are things, you know, it's, it's important to um, my pastor calls it stacking your team. You know, you, you really have to uh, get those folks around you who know where it is you're trying to go and what you're trying to do so they can encourage you and say what God is saying, re rehearse what God is saying about you, you know, and, and hold you up and hold your hand and push you through. So those are some things that I've had to do to uh, get past that whole self-doubt. The other thing that I have had to do is uh, in my book, I talk about uh, a personal SWOT analysis. Mm -hmm. And that's where you assess your strengths, your weaknesses, threats, and opportunities. Uh, and I have had to 
really take a look at what I'm good at. And when I list all the things that I've accomplished and all those things that I personally know that I'm good at, that's a motivator and an encourager for me. You know, again, to the point of I do have uh, value. I can add value in every situation. So those are just some a few of the um, practical things I've had to do to bust through that barrier of self-doubt. And I think those are some great practical things that any of us could apply. Prayer and meditation. Mm-hmm. Speaking those positive affirmations, which mm-hmm. include scripture. Yes, absolutely. And then you said surrounding yourself with individuals who can help support you in the direction that you're wanting to go. And many of us grew up uh, hearing our parents say that birds of a feather flock together. Yes. And it's even more understandable as an adult as you began to press toward the mark of creating what you want your life to be. You realize that it is important that you surround yourself with individuals who are either living that type of life Mm -hmm. or also moving in the same direction that you're moving in so that you have that support and that you also have someone in front of you pulling you towards that direction. Absolutely. Someone who's holding you accountable. That's right. That's You right. know, that's the whole other piece to that. Someone who holds you accountable and calls you up, you know, so that that's a that's a whole nother uh, topic. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So as you mentioned, you wrote a book and the title of the book is The, Tr- the Strategic Vision Planner. And so let's talk a little bit about the book. Why did you write this particular book, The Strategic Vision Planner? That book was birthed out of uh, realizing the fact that many of us have an idea of what we want our life to look like or be like. Uh, We have dreams, we have visions, we have goals, we have all these things. But what I realized is that sometimes we just don't know how to get there. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I, again, you know, just have been coaching people my whole life and not really knowing that I've been coaching. Mm -hmm. Uh, And what I have found is people want better, um, but just don't know how to get there. And so if someone has a goal of home ownership, you know, how can I make that happen? And so what I began to do was use the tools that I've learned as a case manager. You know, what is the process that I would take a client through as a case manager? And so this book is that process for dreamers. You know, what is it that you're you're dreaming about if it's home ownership Okay, great. Let's talk about how we can go from renting or living in mama's basement to owning your home. What are the steps that you need to do? What are the goals that you need to set for yourself? How can you realistically make these things happen? And when we do those things and um, do it in a way where uh, it's understandable for people, it you know, their goals and dreams seem less overwhelming and we can really start to get some things done. So the reason for that book is to help people 
get from dreaming to reality. It is the tool to get you there. And that's the the whole, you know, purpose behind that book is to help folks really um, make their dreams real. Wake up from the dream and let's start getting the work done to make it real. Wake up from the dream and let's start Mm -hmm. doing the work to help us make the dream a reality. Yes. So if I don't know my purpose and I Mm -hmm. really want to step inside my purpose and really fulfill my passion, what are the steps that you recommend in your book from us for us to stop dreaming and start doing the work in order to make it a reality? Well, what I recommend is what I call assessing the situation. Everything, every change uh, within you should always start with self-discovery, self-assessment. And what I mean by that is taking some me time to figure out, uh, uh, figure me out. What am I good at? Um, What do I like? What do um, people ask me to do all the time? You know, we all I, I believe everyone wants to know what their per- purpose is, excuse me. But we have to take that time out for self-assessment mm-hmm. and it begins there. What am I good at? Sometimes people are good, really good at things that they have no intention of pursuing. Like I know someone who's really good at cooking, like really good at it, but never really considered that as a business, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so uh, it's, it's taking that time to assess your skill set. You know, what what are those things that you enjoy doing that you would do for free, you know, that you can do with your eyes closed? Those, I believe, are keys to what your purpose is. What do you find yourself doing? Study the pattern of your life experiences. What is the common denominator in those experiences? And so I believe those, you know, are the keys to figuring out what your purpose is. And of course, prayer, you know, we cannot um, assume to know all the time. We have to ask the one who created us. And so that is the, you know, first thing really to um, figuring out what your purpose is. Ask God why he put you here. He'll let you know. He will do that. And, you know, you began to study your, uh, like I said, study your life experiences, study your skill set, figure out those things, pinpoint those things that you're really, really good at. Who can, you know, what can you do that nobody else can do like you? You know, those are some of the um, keys, I believe, to what your purpose is. So it starts there with prayer and self-assessment. Prayer and self-assessment. So that self-assessment, does that include the SWOT analysis that you speak about, I believe, on your website? And so Mm -hmm. can you take us quickly through what that looks like as it pertains to life versus as it pertains to like a corporate structure? How do we do a SWOT analysis for our lives? What you would begin to do is, is as simple as getting some pen and paper and writing at the top of that paper strengths. And then you begin to list out all the things that you know you're strong in, all the areas that you're really good at. You can also use that area to write down your accomplishments. Did you graduate uh, from high school? 
Did you graduate from college? You know, you begin to think about those life experiences where you've had success uh, and you list out all those things that you're good at. If you don't know or you can't come up with something, ask someone that you trust. What do you see in me? You know, and they'll be able to tell you what they think you're good at. But usually we know those things that we're really, really good at. And so that's where you would start listing out your strengths. And then what you could do again, label weaknesses, but not in a negative way, but in a way of where do I need improvement? For me uh, personally, it would be in the area of technology. Oh, my goodness. If I can't figure it out, I'm calling my teenagers, teenagers, excuse me, to figure to work something out for me. So I know that's an area where I need uh, improvement. So that's where I would list, you know, things like that. Weaknesses. Um, you know, where do I need improving? Uh, threats. What are some things you, you know, you list out threats and then think about what are some things that uh, come against you on a constant basis? You know, is it um, a bad credit report, you know, or, or, you know, things like that. Think about you would list out some things that you have to deal with that try to come up against who you are. Right. And then opportunities, you know, list out opportunities. Where are um, opportunities uh, for you to improve? Uh, where are opportunities for you to learn? Mm -hmm. You know, you list those things out. And what I have found is that the space where I list out strengths, I have a massive amount of things. But where there's the space for weaknesses, threats, those are very small. Opportunities, those are just as almost as big as strengths. Mm -hmm. So that's how you begin to assess your situation and find out really where you are and where you stand. What I find mm -hmm. is inter interesting. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> what I find very interesting, though, when we do those SWOT analysis and we do have many strengths and opportunities, we have mm -hmm. a tendency to focus on the weaknesses and the threats. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's true. And I think that Again, we're talking about shifting our mindset. Mm -hmm. You know, that's where that you have to determine in yourself. You have to honestly make a decision because when you have your SWOT analysis, that's information. And you have to make a decision what you're going to do with the information you have. That's what companies do all the time. They get the data and then they decide. And so it's no different from us, for us, really. This is information about us. What are we going to do with it? We have to make a choice. Are we going to choose to focus on what we perceive to be negative? Right. Or are we going to go forth on the strengths that we know is true? So we can either choose the lie or the negative, or we can choose the positive or the strength. And I think a good book for those of you who are listening on today for you to get in order to really learn to shift and focus on your strengths and not particularly your weaknesses. And I'm not saying ignore your weaknesses, but I'm right. saying not to focus your attention and time so much on them is the strength finders book mm -hmm. where it helps you to identify your strengths and then also helps you to strategize on how to focus on your strengths and how to use your strengths.
to help you uh, get where you desire to be in life. So I think that is great advice, LaDonna. you. So LaDonna, what is your number one ritual that you practice on a daily basis to help you stay motivated and inspired? My number one ritual, this is such a great question because it varies from person to person. So I love that question. My number one ritual is that I rehearse the truth and I reinforce the truth. Hmm. I rehearse the truth and I reinforce the truth. And by that, I mean, I rehearse the truth of God's word. I rehearse the scriptures as to what he says about me. Mm -hmm. I am the head and not the tail above only and not beneath the lender and not the, I rehearse the truth on a daily basis. And so the other side to that is I reinforce that. I reinforce it by surrounding myself with like-minded people. I reinforce that by listening to music. I'm a big music person. So I reinforce the truth by listening to music that supports that truth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. I reinforce the truth by um, surrounding myself and rehearsing positive affirmations. And those things get me through the day. Honestly, that's that is what I can say. Um, honestly, keeps me motivated, rehearsing the truth and reinforcing the truth. Rehearsing the truth and reinforcing the truth. Now, do you just recite that? Do you stand in the mirror and, and talk to yourself to rehearse the truth? How do you typically do that practice? Sometimes it does involve me looking myself in the mirror and rehearsing those, uh, rehearsing God's word to myself. Sometimes it's through prayer. Sometimes it's reading a devotional. Um, it depends. It depends on where I am that day, to tell you the truth. Wonderful. But every day it involves that that rehearsal. It takes place every day. Great. Well, this last question of this segment is a question that I think that is very important because I have listeners who I call are parallelpreneurs. These are individuals who work full time jobs, but have entrepreneurial ideas or things that they want to venture out and do to create supplemental income or to one day have a business once they leave their nine to fives. Mm -hmm. And so at what point did you realize that you could turn your passion for coaching and speaking and helping others into income and doing the work that you love to do? Well, um, it happened for me, uh, in a number of ways, mm -hmm. um, as I mentioned earlier, helping uh, my friend start her business. And I made a statement to her. I, I just was coaching her, not really realizing it. And I made a statement to her and I said, you know what? I'm really a coach and people really pay for this information. They, they pay to have someone take them through this process. And it was at that time the light bulb just went off for me. And then I began to uh, follow different people who are coaches and who are doing what I desire to do. Mm -hmm. I'm a parallelpreneur myself. Mm -hmm. And so I understand that uh, whole having a dream and having an idea 
and wanting to launch out there and get out there and step out on faith and make that thing happen, but also still having to pay the bills at the same time. That's right. And so, you know, I've, I've been through that. I've, I'm, you know, working that now, you know, so, um, I totally get that. And I would say the light bulb for me went off when I, uh, just did it, um, helping my friend with her business. And I just came to the realization like, wow, this is what I need to do. This, I can really do this. I really can. (laughs) (laughs) And so I've, I've gone forth and not looked back. You know, I was sharing in the workshops this past couple of weeks that, you know, the first time that someone paid me to speak, mm-hmm. the first time someone paid me to coach them, I knew that mm-hmm. there was somebody else out there who would do the same. Yes. And that's how I knew. I knew mm-hmm. that once one individual, one organization paid me to do what I love to do, that there was a way for me to create opportunity and income doing it for other people. Yes. And the road is not easy. Absolutely not. You know, my story is my story and your story is your story, you know, but my story is that I was laid off and decided Mm. that I was going to take my financial future, my income and the work that I do in my hands since the Lord blessed me with the opportunity to be Mm -hmm. freed from a nine to five. Mm -hmm. And so I've been going for about a year and a half now almost, and God has kept me. He's helped Mm -hmm. me to make sure my bills are paid and I'm doing uh, work in ministry as well as my coaching and speaking now. And it has been very rewarding and very fruitful. Isn't it amazing how God will use something like, because that's, that's my story too that he will use what we perceive at that time to be a negative experience. Right. Um, and really it's a freeing experience, mm-hmm. you know, and it doesn't feel like it at the time, but it's a freeing experience, you know, and I always tell people wherever you are, even, you know, if you're working, if you're in school, whatever it is, you're learning something that you can use for the next experience. So even if you are a parallel right now, Learn everything you can where you are because you'll need it for your next experience. I love that. Awesome. So we're about to go into some questions that are kind of quick response questions. Uh, Mm -hmm. Let's call it the fire off one answer sector. Okay. Okay. And so these are just one answer at the top of your mind of things that you believe will be beneficial and helpful for individuals who are listening. And so what's one online resource tool, website or app that has enhanced your productivity? Uh, the one is canva.com, C-A-N-V-A. Canva.com. Canva. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a godsend. What do you use Canva for? I use Canva to create graphics. Um, like Facebook posts and uh, flyers, things like that. Because mm-hmm. as I admitted earlier, I'm technically technologically challenged. Okay. So that is a perfect tool for those kinds of folks. Awesome. And it's free. All right. What's one book that's had the biggest impact on you? Uh, I would say Black Enterprise Magazine. Okay. Black Enterprise Magazine. And that is because... 
That is because I never knew uh, that there were people who looked like me who could really be successful in business. Awesome. What are you currently reading right now? I'm currently reading You Can Love Again by Simon Gordon. You Can Love Again by Simon Gordon. Yes. All right. Good job. Good job. Good job. And so as we prepare to wrap up this podcast, what's one piece of advice that you would give someone who is ready to make the shift? I would advise that person to not waste another day living outside of your purpose. You have too much to give, too much to share. You have too much in you and we need it. Don't waste another day. Go for it. Don't waste another day, which reminds me of my favorite quote by Dr. Miles Monroe. He -hmm. says that the greatest tragedy in life is life without purpose, life with no direction. But then he goes on to say that the greatest failure in life is to be successful at the wrong assignment. Mm. We all have assignments that we are supposed to be doing. And many times we get off track at the Mm. wrong assignment thinking that we're doing good. And we get to the end of our lives and have to ask ourselves, did I really do what I was supposed to do? Yes. Well, what's one exciting thing going on in your business right now that you're really excited about? Well, I am uh, putting together my very first conference called the Reinvent You Conference. And it'll take place here in Chicago on December 12th. Okay. Uh, And I'm just so excited to be able to share with women uh, how to get on the path of reinventing themselves with a plan. Reinventing themselves with the plan. Can you tell the listening audience where they can find you online? Absolutely. My website is Lake Park Consulting number one dot com. Lake Park Consulting number one dot com. You can also find me on Facebook. Uh, and my page there is Lake Park Consulting. Uh, and I'm also on LinkedIn as LaDonna Bracy, B-R-A-C-Y. And they awesome. can connect with me those ways. Awesome. Well, as LaDonna stated, you can go to her website at lakeparkconsultingthenumberone.com. LaDonna, is your book also on your website, available on your website? Yes, the book is available on the website. It's also available at Amazon uh, and also at lulu.com, L-U-L-U.com. And I think that when I looked up your book, it was uh, $14.99. Is that correct? Yes, sir. All right. $14.99. And the title of that book, again, is The Strategic Vision Planner. The Strategic Vision Planner. Well, I want to thank LaDonna for coming on the Shift Your Life podcast show this week. I hope that there was something that was said that you have gained from her expertise and from the things that she has shared about how she has stepped into her purpose and shifted her mind shifts. 
Shifters, I want to also thank you for joining me this week for the Shift Your Life podcast. You have tremendously been a blessing to me and you have sent emails of encouragement and sent emails of things that you have gotten from the podcast. So I am so excited and thrilled that you are listening to the Shift Your Life podcast every single week. If you are ready to make the shift and to realize greater results in your life and your career, then I would love for you to contact me on my website at www.markeithbraden.com and you can sign up for a complimentary consultation with me and I will give you a call or if you're in a local area, I will meet you face to face for that consultation. Once again, we can sit down and have a complimentary consultation at markeithbraden.com and we will help you make the shift. Today's podcast can be accessed both in iTunes and in Stitcher. Additionally, you can subscribe to the Shift Your Life podcast right on your smartphone podcast app. If you have iTunes account, please leave us a review of today's show. Shifters, I so appreciate you and your continued support. It's time to shift. No more sitting on the sidelines of life. Get in the game and live your dreams because your latter days will be so much greater than your former. God bless you and have an awesome week. And remember to shift your life.